Cause this gonna get on my nerves. All right. <laughs> Welcome, y'all. Good afternoon on this here Saturday in the middle of July. Twenty. It's your boy though. Here with, of course, ladies. My girl, Lady Z. Holla. Hope y'all had a fantabulous week. Yes. Um. Yeah. Let's just jump right into it, yo. Because oh today goodness. we're talking about. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and let I'm gonna go ahead and let Lady Z take over for a bit while Why I eat this intro taco. Because this topic was actually came from an experience she just recently went through, and I'm eager to hear this story as much as y'all. So <laughs> I'm gonna let her have the floor and have her soapbox moment while I over here eat. So. He go ahead, right, take it away. I was not prepared, y'all. I'm go ahead, you, take it away, girl. He just got me. He, just, he got me good. All right, hey fam. Um, so this week was interesting. Um, unfortunately, one of my classmates, um, one of my classmates from high school, passed away. Um, he is also well. I was also connected to him because I dated his cousin and had things gone the way that I know I planned it we would have been married probably um because we dated off and on for about four years so yeah classmate so needless to say the funeral had schoolmates um it had people that I used to be very very tight with uh it also had old um old teachers and of course his family so, um, that being said, it was actually very peaceful. I was pleasantly surprised, to be very honest, like, um, with other stuff that's going on behind the scenes that I won't, you know, discuss out the sake and out of respect for my, for them, but I personally expected more to happen at the funeral in a not-so-good way, and I thank God for answering prayers because nothing did. However, while I was there... Um, I got into a few conversations, of course, and they, and it's interesting certain, certain things that were implied, um, about me, uh, cause when I was in high school, I was a good girl. I wasn't like, I was, I was the token good girl because I was heck of a honestly. Um, and my life didn't take a major turn until I went to college and undergrad. And that was almost two decades ago at this point and a lot of things have happened since then and interestingly enough I am now you know y'all know my story I'm now in whatever ministerial position I'm in and my life you know I do my best to live for the for in the surrender of the Lord yes as he is chewing I have to set the stage I just want to put that out oh, there oh yeah and FYI y'all we are at in case y'all didn't know, we were at we are at Santa Monica Beach. Right, so. he's so quick to get into his dag on top. I forgot y'all, but yes. he didn't say we was at Santa Monica. <laughs> My bad, I was just thinking. And about that, that how he made me walk. But yes, <laughs> if you do hear kids, if you do hear music, we do not own, own it. the rights, and the children are not ours. Right, amen. And so, we go pray. <laughs> it remains peaceful, no drama. Right, there are no aeroplanes in the background this time. All right, so. we not we not by Marina Del Rey or Duckwaller. We just got kids. So, 
cheering. Again, they ain't ours, and we don't own no And music. if you hear someone smacking, it's Zoe, okay? But, it is Zoe. It's all Zoe. If you hear smacking, yes, in so, any way, yeah. Mind you, he's already done with his taco. <laughs> so don't mind me. I'll be back, y'all. <laughs> So, I'm really trying. To, I'm trying. I'm really trying to listen to the story because. So I wanted to, to paint the picture yes. so you guys can get a visual. Y'all got background. So that's the, the background. That's the picture. There are some things that were implied, like, oh, okay, you you would be that because remember what you were like in high school. Oh, okay, you don't do this or and I remember I had mentioned, yeah, you know that's why I um, I had mentioned something. I'll say what I mentioned, but we were talking about health issues because. My my friend that passed away was only mm-hmm. 35 years old, and wow. so we were talking about health issues because that's what he had. That a cardiac went into cardiac arrest for um, during his surgery, a recent surgery that was very minor. So when I when I mentioned, um, yeah, you know that's why I stopped drinking. When we were talking about kidneys and diabetes and all that, they're like, oh, you actually drank and oh, you did this. I didn't even think you did all that, girl, please. You know this and you know that. And I'm like, wow, okay. So I think where I became semi-offended, semi was because because unfortunately my classmates also added a little bit of extra to that. And they were like, oh, you know, you're whack. You know, well, I'm not going to say what all they said. I'm not going to repeat it. I have to stop myself. But... But y'all get they what she's trying to say. So, yeah, they I was like... They use colorful language. They use colorful language. I was called whack. I was called a few things. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Whack A. Yeah, that part. And B. Yeah, all that. That part, hashtag. And I got to thinking about that. And this is where my question came up was, okay, with... The way it was insinuated, it was like, okay, you're pretty much the same person that you were in high school, and now you're just this and have essentially lived a life and actually, you know, actually went out on the deep end or experienced something. And I'm sitting over here taking offense to it because I'm like, you don't even know the half of my story, <laughs> my dude. And that's where my offense came from. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I wonder, because I started looking at their lives and... Unfortunately, they still do the same stuff that we all did in high school. Oh, girl. <laughs> um, I'm the only one without kids, uh, whether married or not. And um, I think every round Christmas, round New Year's, New Year, New Me, time to clean out, or every or quarterly, uh. new quarter, new me, time to clean out. You know, mm. <laughs> clean out my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter. I see you trust somebody, and then you know, yeah, those classic, uh, classic uh, Facebook profile, <laughs> uh, Facebook part. profile posts, and Instagram posts talking about you trust somebody. I'll let you back. All right, I'm not gonna be the fool no more, bro. You've been saying this since high school. <laughs> high school was 20 years ago. Yes, I had to clap because high school is 20 years ago. Well, so. Well, I took that and that's where our topic comes from of can people change? Mm. Mm. That is where our topic actually Mm. came from because the thing about it for me, and I had to explain the situation because it's two, two opposite 
situations, but they all happen at one time. So you have my my life, which yes, I was a square in high. I uh, not necessarily a square because I did a lot, but I was very sheltered. I grew up sheltered, and I didn't get into a lot. But the time from literally when I started college in undergrad back in 2003 to now is very colorful. I did a little bit of everything. A lot of bit of everything in some <laughs> regards. Like my drinking habits were real. I, I was going through depression at the time too. I was suicidal too. You name it, I did. I smoked. I, I, I popped pills. You, you name it, I did it. What? Wait, what? What? My club in life what? was legit. What? I don't think he knew that. My COVID life was legit. I did I that did too. I did not know that. I went out a lot. Like, man, look, let my best friend tell it. She knows my past. And the thing about my best friend, as a sidebar, she knows about my past because she was right there with me doing, seeing me do half the stuff I did. Child. That's the right of death right there. And, but the thing is, is that she's saved and surrendered her life to the Lord as well. And so we know each other not as our former selves, but as who we are now and what the Lord is calling us to be. That's why she's my best friend. Well. So you have that aspect of can people change? And then you have the other aspect of have you changed to allow mm. someone that's old or has been in your life previously um, to allow them back in your space for real? And not hold them to their past. So we have two separate things happening here. Um, because I see that happen a lot with the same friends that were getting on me because I seemingly don't look like I changed and still look like a square. And then you have the other aspect of them, the same people, still in a space of in a space of holding people to their past and they're the same ones that will again do the Facebook cleanup do the Instagram cleanup whatever that may look like at the end of the year so there you go come on sound the alarm I'm off my soapbox okay so it's multi-layered y'all to review we gonna can to you change look and then the second question is well, repeat the second part Ooh, question. Sorry. Okay, one is can people really can change? Can people really change? The okay. other aspect would be can you can you accept their change? Can you respect their change? Ooh, okay. Can people really change? And then can you accept it? Given given the fact that we're in a helping profession. And we want people to change. Do I believe people can change? Yes. Because whether we're conscious of it or not, whether we believe it or not, you're changing every day. And I don't mean say that, and it sounds cliche-ish, but when you really think, but when you, yeah, you really- you said that right, good but job. But when you look back <laughs> over your life, whether it be a year ago, a month ago, six months ago, five years ago, you know, unless you unless you got a crystal ball and can look into the future, you didn't. We didn't plan out where we're gonna be at this moment. Well, 
you know, we can hope, we can dream, we can wish that, oh, in five years, oh, in 10 years, I'm here, I'm this and I'm that, you know, we can talk about it all up and through the day. But if you're not going to put in work, and that's the key to change, and that is, is you have to work at it. And how do you work at it? By doing something every day to get you to that place. Well, that's why I'm saying every day you change. If you're doing something that's going to put you, that's going to set you up better, whether it be career goal, whether it be a relationship goal, whether it be a spiritual goal, whether it be a social goal, whether it be a financial goal, whatever. If you're doing something every day, then you're changing. You know, whether you get attention for it or not, and see, that's, and that's I believe, why people feel as though folks can't change because folks are expecting a whole 180 in like 24 hours. That too. And it's like, you know, and this is something we talk about in therapy all the time too. You have to set smart goals one of those being realistic right time sensitive right you know measurable um i forgot the other letters help me out if you can fill it in i was trying but, to i but can't google yes smart it's smart goals like if y'all yeah. if y'all want to know what i'm talking about look it up it's s-m-a-r-t mm-hmm. goals mm-hmm. set goals to where you're being real with yourself it's like if you're trying to overcome an addiction or you're trying to get your body right or you're trying to spiritually get right with the Lord or whatever, you have to set goals that that to where you're not putting more pressure on yourself than you need to. So, for instance, using myself as an example, one of the goals I had was to, again, get my right, get my walking, get my faith back right with God. One of the goals... I told myself was, okay, I need to recommit to him, which means, okay, I have to find me a church home. So that was my first thing. It was, okay, find a church home, which I did. And then from then on, it's like, okay, I gotta, I have to, I have to go down there and recommit. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to publicly, not worrying about other people, mm-hmm. but recommit my life. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm gonna stop, mm-hmm, I promise. As much as, <laughs> even though, even though I said I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it in like next two Sundays. I didn't, and I own that. And you know, eventually it did happen. As of two weeks ago, this month it happened. And so, you know, saying you know saying so that to say that saying Woo-hoo! that to say that you know, and I still and I still have more goals. In terms of he, he and I's relationship, you know, and you know, you have to change. You have to change little behaviors, and that's really the key to change that people overlook. You have to change certain behaviors and practice it every day in order to get it. You know, it's like it's like it's it's like when we were younger, and a new song came out, and we wanted to know the lyrics. What did we do? We would sit up. We would set up with our headphones with the printed out lyric sheet mm-hmm. hear the song like mm-hmm. over and over and practice and like repeat the lines so when it came on at the, at the school dance or wherever like you could recite those words verbatim like right. you practice that and that is elementary as it sounds but 
I'm saying that to say, like, you have to practice that. You have to. Because practice makes permanent. Yeah, like we're Not we're creatures we're You're creatures perfect. of habit. Like, so we need to do things repetitively, whether we know it or whether we know it or not. Right. It's like driving to work. Once you find a right to a route to work, and you do it enough, you can get there unconsciously. Like, and know the road like the back of your hand. Yeah, things may come up. Like, you know, it might be traffic. It might be construction. Whatever, but you're gonna you're, you're gonna have that in your head right and again you're gonna have to learn new alternatives or whatever but again for the most part repetition like you know and you in every day of life you're given is that chance to again repeat that behavior that you know is going to get you there and not get on yourself if you do not repeat yeah if it. you mess up like or forget or you slack off like right. It's bound to happen, but again, get back up on that horse, get back up on there and do it. Because, yeah, I'm saying, I went that long-winded explanation to say, yes, people can change. And... Now, look, you already know I got something to ask. What? And that is... I want you to finish first. <laughs> no, I was just going to get to the second part, so go ahead. I was about to say the respect factor of the change... Yeah, so the respect factor, I say this, because I've heard this said several times throughout my life. People ain't going to respect your change if they still in no ways. Period. Period. If, if somebody's doing the same thing over and over again, and they see you coming along, and you talking different, acting different, or whatever... Again, they're going to look at you from that old lens because they're still operating from that lens. I mean, shut whether it down, people, why don't Whether you? people believe it or not, it's like, you can you can sit up here and tell me all about through the day. It's just like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I see you doing different, yada, yada, yada. But do you respect it? No. Because if, as soon as I leave my site, the moment you get among your friends, you'll be like, mm-hmm, yeah, like, she claims she changed. Or like, mm-hmm, like, or she like you look right, or like, oh, you looking for, you looking for a fault somewhere? It's like, yeah, you looking for me to have an off day just so you can say, hi, you didn't change, right. but you ain't doing that because if you changing and I'm changing, you should be respecting what I'm. You should be respecting my hustle, my grind, my effort, just the same as I'm doing you. So it's like, if you don't respect it, then clearly you ain't changed at all. So that's just as plain and simple as that. Shut you can't respect it if you're still doing the same thing, and you know. And I can, and I can, and I'm a be, a, and I'm a be a test, a living example, and say, yeah, I've I've been there. I've seen some people change, and I'd be like, mm, we gonna see. <laughs> like only time will tell. Right. But I said, but I said that knowing I'm waiting for them to mess up, not even realizing that, again, what the hell am I doing? I ain't perfect. I got shit I need to do. And I hate and I would hate if people call me out on my shit. So it's like that's how fucked up I was. So it's like y'all see the passion. So it's like again, I gotta you know, you gotta grow up and realize like you know, it's some again and like in Lady Z talked about it in our first episode. There's not toxic people, there's toxic relationships. Whether it's a friendship, relationship, whatever and y'all break up, y'all end up, y'all end up on a bad note or whatever. God says we're supposed to live peaceably. Wish them well and forgive them. Forgive. Right. Forgive and let go. And if they and let them pray that they change, just like you need to pray that you change. Because unforgiveness is the biggest roadblock to your change. 
And don't be on some jealousy tip because they did change. Right. Like, don't be doing that. And the thing about it is interesting because, you know, Scripture says that, the that you know, Satan, the devil, is the accuser of the brethren. brethren. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, Satan's the accuser of the brethren. And what Satan usually does is he'll present the temptation and then run back to God be like, see, told you she was going to fail kind of situation every time. Like, you present the temptation, push them to do it, they end up doing it. Like, see, and not even run back to God, but then just be in your ear like, see, you couldn't do it. And then condemnation sets mm-hmm. in. But isn't that what happened, what we end up doing when we when we are seeing exactly what you just said? Looking at somebody claiming they'll change. All right, you know. Okay, cool. So... You change, good. Let's go to the club and see if you still drink. You're gonna put somebody in a type of environment that is prone to and then you go first the thing even before the whole club situation, before you actually go, you might just say no initially. And then they'll be like, Well, what, you don't wanna turn up? Like, okay, I see how it is, like, wait, mm-hmm. my homie, whatever, you know, play the guilt trip. Get to the club, even in an environment, chances are you might have had a drink or so and They'll notice it. They specifically will. And then they'll, from there, say, oh, you already drinking. You're already this. You're doing that. I see you twerking. All right. So, clearly you didn't change. Don't know why you're trying to do it. We finna go out again. (laughs) Because you ain't changed. And literally, you find yourself, and depending on how long it's been since you've been in that predicament, it might not be easy and then you see yourself regress and go backwards ask mm-hmm. me how that happened I, I did that plenty of times mm-hmm. and i argue on and i argue you know let's say for instance your issue is drinking or your issue is going to the club too that much that was my issue Both. you know and happened. you know and you have to remember this state there's stages to it so Let's say you just starting off or you midway through and you just happen to dip back into it. That don't make you a bad person. And don't allow those people who haven't changed it don't make you a to failure. sit up right to sit up there and be all like, haha, see oh, I knew you didn't change, like you said the same on you. And it's like, yeah, some of those tendencies is still gonna be there. And as my dad always says, it's not what gonna end you that defile you. It don't matter where you are, you know, again, you could be in a club, you could be in the church, you could be in a restaurant, whatever. If you sh- no matter where you at, if you showing your ass, you showing your ass. Period. You know, again, if you over here getting drunk and belligerent, you just get drunk and belligerent. It don't matter where you at. You know, because I because again, I had a friend of mine. You know, she was she was she was your typical church going person, and people were shocked when she was in the club and she happened to take a sip. Again, I didn't judge her because again. I don't know her relationship with God for one and two she human it's like if I'm judge, if I'm judging her I gotta look at myself it's like okay well is she doing that it's like okay what about me damn like I'm over here I'm over here nailing her to the cross what about me how am I different right it's like again and that's when and that's and that's when you begin to break things down and break through that lie that the enemy try to put on you mm-hmm. to again to judge people to hold people to a standard because again we we already are our own worst critic worst critic right and so we naturally put that off on other people because we can't deal with it 
you know, hence why a lot of people turn to vices and all this other stuff. But that's a whole nother conversation. And you gotta, but <laughs> but in short, people can change, you know, some things may still resemble that, but for the most part, you know, again, God knows their heart, God knows, God knows us. Not saying that as an excuse to keep fucking up and doing what you're doing, no. But in the midst of you changing, in the midst of you growing, yeah, there's, yeah, you still gonna stumble a bit, yeah, you still gonna, you know, fall short sometimes, but keep going, keep doing that. And if people don't respect it, if people don't support it, you know, again, and honestly, don't be around people who try to bring you to temptation anyway. It's like that, you know. That's another thing you gotta stop. You gotta start doing as you changing. It's gonna be some folk you just gotta cut off. And the thing and about you gotta it, let go of. And the thing about like to that point is interesting. I think that well, not even I think it was told to me when I was in the mentorship under the couple of the mentors that I've had in the past. Don't don't be friend. Don't be don't strive to be around people that are where you're at now. Strive to be around people that are where you want to be and where you're going to. Because instead of them looking at you and um and looking at you or either condemning you themselves for your actions that might not have been as holy as they think it should have been, mm-hmm. they'd be the ones to walk over and take that drink from you and be like, "We should go. We need to leave. Right. It's time to go." that so hmm, so about people changing aside from this aspect of it what about how you love people what about how you handle people well instead of being the first one to point a finger how are you handling it well because that because the thing about it is i started off as the person that you ain't really saved. Oh, you really trying to do this God thing? I started off as that one that was on the receiving end of that. Mm. And then I became the one that was the one saying, you ain't really saved. If I didn't have life like that. <laughs> look, you ain't really saved. You ain't that. You ain't that. Like, I'd be the one condemning mm. somebody else. And it took God dealing with me, dealing with pride, and yes. truly humbling to get his filter in my heart. His love filter. I don't. I don't know what y'all. What. What we are calling love right now. What we have watered it down to. Huh. But real love is. It, it. It's tough. It can hurt, and not so much it can hurt from like abusive relationship. Not even close. But so much that it can hurt because it'll show you who you are, and that you can't stay yeah. there. Because that's because it's like a post that I posted. Be sure y'all follow me on Instagram. Lebby's and heartstrings. Um, one of the things I posted on my story recently was a post by Iman uh-huh. and she was talking about self-love. I can't remember verbatim, but if y'all don't follow Iman, follow her because she posts like a lot of dope supportive stuff on her on her page. Um, but she made a post about self-love and it just got me thinking, the spirit of my mind got me thinking uh-huh. and in referencing his word it talks about how God corrects those he loves right and I'm gonna say that again God corrects those he loves so what ladies he's talking about in that real love being tough that's what it is because God in a lot of ways through life through other people will show will show you things about you and put you through situations that seem tough that seem hard that seem like oh my gosh why am I going through this and it's to really 
And it's really to get you to a place where you're where you surrender to him and you talk to him and you reach out to him. And it's like, Lord, what are you trying to show me? Lord, what are you trying to reveal to me? Lord, what are you teaching me? You know, when you begin to come to him and talk to him like that, that's when he begins to show you things and take you to his word and reveal things to you that is only for your betterment. And that's and that's ultimately what I believe love to be. And that is, you know, it's you know, it encompasses, you know, compassion, understanding, patience, long suffering. But love and I and this and this is something I firmly believe ever since I came into knowing him and just living my life that love is growth. Love is about challenge, that things aren't gonna be easy, but if you're if you have somebody like the Lord or you're with somebody in a romantic relationship, marriage with a partner who's willing to grow with you, support you, you know, be there for you, commit to you, commit to the marriage, commit to the relationship. If you're a, if you have that, that's what love is. That's what makes the difference. That's what this generation doesn't understand, in my humble opinion, because we're all about what feels good, what sounds good, what looks good. And we don't realize that, you know, it's not so much a dark side of love. It's just love ain't easy a lot of times. Like, love is challenging. Love is, you know, again, it's days where, you know, my own parents who have been married for over 40 plus years said it is tough, but it is work, but it's worth it because... When you begin to elevate and you begin to grow, you begin to achieve and accomplish things that you prayed about, that you worked hard for, that's what makes it worthwhile. And so... Love is sacrifice. You know, love is... Love is humbling. Love is really obedience. I wouldn't say sacrifice. It's obedience because... It's better than when sacrifice. You know, when that's you, true. When you know that there's something to do and you obey and do it, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, like you may be sacrificing something that may feel good in that moment, but when you obey, mm-hmm. it, the the reward is much greater than that because I've, I've, seen t- I've seen times, you know, even with my dad where he, he is so gung-ho and, obe- and obeys that, you know, to the world it looks like he's sacrificing, he's going without, but... He knows that, you know, now nah, I'd rather have a roof over my head and bills paid than to be trying to go out every other weekend or be trying to spend money knowing that I got this to pay. Like, you know, some might call that sacrifice. He just calls it obedience because when the Lord tells them to do that, that's what he going to do. So, but you have to get to that place. Yeah, you, and that's, and again, that's the level of faith and surrender that he he just he he just he just commits cuz he cuz he understands that i'm not here for myself you know i'm not here for my pleasures i'm here for something bigger than me and you know i can appreciate that because that's my life yeah. i can appreciate that like cuz you don't you don't meet a lot a lot of people that are christian usually will call that being a little bit radical or they're called that being uh, like you're doing too much I've, I've been told that many a time that's the way <laughs> as my dad would say it's the only way right 
It's the I only mean, way to live. By people. the grace of God, look, <laughs> I have up and I've left a lot. Like I've had to move by faith across town, ta- across town, across country three times. Right. On faith, and have had to leave everything, downsize, leave a job that I was hoping that I'd be able to get and move up in, and I did move up in it. And right as I was going for a position with figures that I had never made before. Laura was like, oh, that's great. Um, it's time to go cross country. <laughs> you got to get back to California. I do. All right. At that point, <laughs> at that point, I was fine because the reason why I had already done it twice. And if the Lord is telling me that I got to leave, if I have to leave today and go somewhere, God knows it'll be hard. Yes. But all right. That's what we got to do. Then we're quitting our job. We're doing what we got to do. All right, Lord. And that's what mm-hmm. we're doing. And he'll he will take care of it. He he's done it before. If he's telling you to do it, he'll take care of you. But and people would say that's radical. People would say that's a sacrifice. People say a lot of things. But I'm like, I have no other reason to be on this planet. Right. No other reason. So that's just I I say that to agree. But that's love, and that's that is me changed because you asked me that 15 years ago. You asked me that. When I was, shoot, even nine years ago, I couldn't see myself doing any of what I have already done. And, so, I'm a, and, I'm right be honest, and I'm gonna be honest and just say that when you, when you do live for something bigger than yourself, it's scary. It's hella scary. Mm-hmm. You know, I, take, I just take being in this field as a prime example because you're wondering if you're gonna be effective, if you're gonna be good enough, it's like, Lord, how are you gonna use me? Like, you know, and you begin to like question what's going on around you. But, you know, faith every time is just like, I know, I see, I see your day, I know. Well, I got you. Well, you know, and I think if more people are willing to admit that you know, believing in something they can't see or, or doing something bigger than themselves can be scary. You know, can thing what can things begin to shift? Can things begin to turn, hopefully for the better. But I need to ask you, do you believe people can change? <laughs> hey, I forgot hmm. about that part, uh, of course. Uh-uh, I, I let her get away, but y'all. Uh-uh. Look, I know. <laughs> look, look. Of course, I do. Um, I know because I have, and I'm not. And the, because of what the Lord's done in my for me, as That's far right. as that filter, I can't. As much as I'm one to not, I do my best not to hold somebody to their past because I know that I know that life because I've been held to my past in many ways. I didn't want to move back to California, self-disclosure, full self-disclosure. When the Lord told me that, <laughs> I was like, I got to go back to L.A. and deal with the same people I dealt with before. Are you serious, God? I was like, because I, I remember running into folks just in passing when I would visit. And I'm like, I don't want to go back there. They still think I'm the same Aziza that I was even 10 years ago. Or even like seven years ago. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. I already don't want to live there and I don't want to deal with that. Hmm. And it's interesting because the Lord said he got me and he gave me dreams to show me what it would be like here. Um, 
in a more abstract ways and as he always does in right dream. right <laughs> so and and within that if i'm really thinking about it, it's been almost it'll be two years in november since i moved back here and it's exactly what he said it would be and I I'm, I'm not held to my past I'm not even around those that were a part of my past everything is very different and I did not expect that and because of how because I, I because of just how much the Lord has changed me I, I'm not going to sit here and hold anybody to what they used to be what they used to do Look, you until you show me otherwise, all right, whatever. I'm not gonna hold you to your past. I don't have a look, I don't have a, a grave to put you in, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. Why am I who am I? So there's no point. So yeah, I believe people can change. It's a good answer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then your second part, can folks respect it? That shoot i i noticed that that is not always the case it's not even for myself like and which brings us back to the experience i had earlier this week i mean there's a reason why i'm not tight with a lot of the people that knew me when i was younger right i mean college wise and i and i got i definitely got around in college i'm only tight with one person from college and one person from high school hmm. and mind you like yeah i had nerd tendencies but i was still me so i still know that folks part. that it wasn't the issue of i didn't know anybody not even not even close but i'm only tight with one person from high school and one person from college there you go Well. And I thank God. And the thing is that both of those people knew me in my past, and I'm not held to my past. No, we have that. But thank God so, for it. Okay. <laughs> but the respect factor, I mean, I had to work on back to the experience. I, I had to think about what I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. As far as when certain stuff was said, I'm like, okay, I can see between that. Between and even though you may you as the person you as in the person that you know made the statement that they made and the other following uh, statements mm -hmm. after that the co-signing mm -hmm. it's like I had to remember I'm like bro this is I'm here because I said I would be mm -hmm. to pay respect that's it that's right that's it it's not for me to prove. How much I've changed is not for me to prove. No. How much I'm not the person I used to be. It's not for me to prove. Uh, even my coolness. And it's crazy when you're bound to something. Because when I was younger, I, especially like 25 and under, I would probably say, between the age of 18 and 25, I would probably have a... I would have a thought process of trying to make sure that I would come back looking so different looking on the outside not on the inside mm. but just looking on the outside looking very different so that I would look like the change that actually hadn't even happened if we're going to be honest mm -hmm. that's the interesting part that's what my focus was back in the day pseudo change okay 
superficial mm, change. That's it. Shallow change. It's interesting, and now I could care less. Yeah. Like, let, had let an experience that required any type of ministry to have popped off. I thank God for the change that He's done because I don't even give a second thought. You say we need to pray, right? All right, then that's what we're doing. We need to cast out devils. Okay, I got to go tell that lady that I got to go tell that lady what thus say the Lord. Oh, okay, then that's what we're doing because that is why I'm here. That's right. And that's when you know that. That's when you know that. Shoot, even you respect the change because I think a lot of times. We don't even respect our own change because we try to dumb down stuff so that we can still come off whatever way we need to come off or we feel we need to come off to people that don't even know us now. Girl, listen to me. <laughs> I believe I only I res, I res, I respect the change because I myself <laughs> am going through changes. And so again, I don't I'm now I'm now at a place to where I don't I try not to judge nobody and hold nobody to the past. Honey. However, as I told you earlier, though, if I do see you, though, still making those same errors, if I do, if I do see you, you know, doing, doing those, doing those things of the past, then I can't associate with you because like how you said, I need to be around people who's growing, who's on the up, who's on the up and up, who's, who under, who understands you know their purpose for their life you know their you know their their journey and what they're here to do and what they're trying to do and you know who you know who who are just who are just in the right headspace mm-hmm. and are operating under the right spirit because well you know again because you know like I said, once upon a time, what I did, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, I did it. I know I did. You know, and it was fun. I'm not going to lie. However, you know, if we're being all the way real, you know, I still have my moments, yeah. But for the most part, who I am and who I'm becoming, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to keep doing that. And, you know, if you're in, and if, and if you're and if you're somebody who isn't trying to work towards that or try to support me in doing that and vice versa, then again this relationship is not is not beneficial to well, neither one of us. Well because again I'm gonna resent because again at some point I'm gonna resent you and hate you and you probably, if not already, are already feeling that way. So there's no point in us even trying to make this work well, you know and that's and, and that's just and that's just something I noticed you know even in college and even in this generation it's like even so-called friend frenemies and enemies whatever it's like we still like have some type of form of contact with them mm-hmm. and I'm and I and I get to a point to where now I'm just I'm just over stuff quick it's just like mm-hmm. if you don't like that person okay then why are you still talking about them right or why are you still associated with them right it's like if we're like if we're being truthful, like you know, are you jealous of them in some any way, shape, or form? Okay. Because this whole animosity thing y'all got going, it's like the fact that it's still going, bro. Yeah, it's like what for? Right. 
like if we're all like if we're if we're done with and we're through with this conversation okay let's be done and through with this conversation forgive and let go and move on it's not that deep life because is too short. Honestly, you know and again it's like if that's all y'all got if that's all you got to talk about then yeah now it's time for you now it's time for you to work on you right use that time to talk about your goals and what you're trying to do and the plan and the plans you you want to you want to accomplish and achieve use that time to talk about that because see that's another thing too i'm noticing devils devils can't sit in silence for too long And I'm introverted, so I could, I could sit in the corner by myself with some music Ooh, and be calm. Let's go. Or again, or I could sit in the music by my, again, I could sit in the room by myself with a fan on and be chill. Right. I said, so again, that's, right. you know, again, that's another way you know you're dealing with that type of person if they can't sit in silence. Right. If they can deal with silence, if they just like, oh, it's too quiet, oh, I can't be here, or, oh, I gotta go, okay, go. Can't sit still for nothing. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't hurt me none. Right. Or again, like I told you too, and and you know people change, and you know they're on the better. If years later, if that person hurt you any kind of way, or that person, you know, if y'all didn't end up good terms, if they come back and try to apologize, mm-hmm. that's something I'll never forget. My aunt said, she said, you know, people change when when they apologize and don't want nothing else from you. Right. Period. This man preaching over here, y'all. But again, if y'all want to sit up here and act like, oh, I ain't do no wrong, F that B, you know, F that N word, yada, 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 it's like, okay, you only hurt your own self, though. Right. Because, like I said earlier, you got to forgive and let go and move on so you can heal, so you can move on. Because that's, because people say that's the best revenge, but that's honestly just the way life's set up. Honestly, yeah. You gonna grow and change. Some folks gonna say, some folks gonna leave. Right. And that's it. Accept it. Y'all, I got a scripture. Oh, let's hear it. It's something that I remember when God was taking me through a major transformation, even though I didn't really know it. I just thought I was going through some, some hell, to be honest. Mm-hmm. A scripture that was given to me um, by my mentor at the time has stuck with me since it's been some years at this point but it's psalm 19 and really it's the whole chapter of Mm -hmm. psalm 19 but specifically i want to start at verse 9 and go to the end so it says the fear of the lord is clean enduring forever the judgments of the lord are true and righteous altogether more to be desired are they than gold yeah than much or yay than much fine gold sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless, and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. It's funny because everybody quotes verse 14, which is the last verse of that. But that is the beginning of that. And actually, it's even more. I I love that chapter specifically because it talks about um, don't let me walk around. Lord, Lord, my, my ultimate judge, my father, the sovereign ruler of my life. Don't let me walk around 
with presumptuous sins, thinking I can take over your work, thinking I can think, let me walk in error. So pretty much walk in pride and being able to think I can do something for the simple fact of, or the sake of it being me or for the sake of my title or for the sake of whoever I am and whatever position I hold, I can do this. I should be able to do this, whatever this is simply because of that. That is presumption. How dare you? And the Lord says that to all of us. How dare you? Those that are in Christ. I'm not talking about people that, you know, that's not really their life right now. They're, they're, they haven't surrendered. Mm -hmm. that, that's not their thing. I'm talking about those that have said that they love the Lord and claim that. But yet, we don't allow the Lord to show us our hearts. We don't allow the Lord to show us when we're being the ones to condemn, even though in Romans 8 verse 1 says, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Like that would be the thing that I would present to every person mm -hmm. because that's what the, the, the aspect of change. If there's any type of pride in there, any type of lack of humility in there, false humility, look, don't let me get started. Mm -hmm. Then I have to question the change. Is it real? Is it superficial? Did it even go that deep? Or is it just a change on the outside and hopefully eventually it'll change the inside? Look, the Lord changes from the inside out. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the thing is, he's going to deal with that pride first because he can't do anything when you think you're greater than he is. When you put your thoughts above his. And the thing is, is that a lot of us will say, I never do that. We all do, do that. It. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So that would be the one thing that I would pose when it comes to any type of change, whether because the thing is, is that pride is involved. If you over here acting like you change pride is involved. If you getting on somebody, if they haven't changed pride is involved when you're not respecting somebody's change pride is involved when you think nobody else can change. How well, well, is involved in all of that? Well, and, and I and I and I and add this little tidbit too. Once you once you do surrender and start living to yourself, you you'll actually you'll you'll actually begin to look at those people who do that mm -hmm. as a as as a way to help you change. Honestly, to keep changing, if you really want to go that deep, because in God correcting those He loves, and then I find the end again in life happening for you, not to that to you you begin to again try to see his correction in different places through different people well i mean and again and that's how and that's how again and that's how he and that's how he and you know again in a lot of ways humiliates those who are prideful because again you coming at you coming at one of his own Thinking that you know you got the better of them, and it's just like no. Hmm. It's like you know you think I haven't changed. You right? I'm still changing. It's like you right? I'm still I still mess up. I'm still growing. Because again, opposite of pride, what the Lord's trying to work on is to humble us, to humble everybody. So when we walk in humility, and once we think let, you know, when we think of ourselves less. Only then can we begin to grow and really become who he wants us to be. So, the, so again, the meditation of our hearts. Well, 
Let the words of my mouth, mouth. And the, yes. let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Because you're thinking less of yourself and you're looking to God to say, Lord, change me, work on me. Where can I grow? And he'll begin and he'll begin to use those prideful people who begin to use other believers who begin to use those people to do that because you know again you're and, and again you're not you're not you're not holding yourself to your past you're looking you're looking to do better and you're hoping that people around you are doing better because something else I told Lady Z too that falls under that presumption of thinking we can do it like God is again we we quote unquote forgive, but we don't let people forget. Right. And I'm finding out we God didn't tell God didn't tell us to remember everything. He do that. You sure we're talking all about he, that? All he told us to do was to forgive your brother. Seven seventy times seven. Forgive your brother. He didn't say forget. And again, every and again, everybody want to talk about want to quote love is patient, love is kind, love holds no record of wrongs. If I remember that uh, correctly, First Corinthians thirteen. So we shouldn't be faulting each other when we come, you know, when we see, you know, when we see somebody coming. We shouldn't be saying, "Oh, there goes so and so. She's still on me." Da, da, da. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing that. And then let's add, let's add to it. Let's add some more scripture to it because if I'm correct. It's either in the book. I think it's in the book. Of, it is in the book of Psalm. In the book of Psalm, it says that the Lord separates our sins as far as the east is from the west. So, if the Lord does that when we repent to Him, when we ask for forgiveness from Him, if the Lord does that, how dare you, as another fellow human, try to outdo God in holding on to something? Mm-hmm. That is not your job, and that is why He's like, no, you're not going to be forgiven. Mark eleven. Um, Mark eleven twenty two through twenty six says that if you do not really specifically verse twenty six, if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive you your trespasses. So, hello, hello, somebody. And all this is coming back to his first commandment. His first, his two commandments he gives us: mm-hmm. love the Lord your God with all your all your heart, all your mind. All your soul soul and all your strength. That's the greatest commandment. That's the first one. And the second one, love love your neighbor as yourself. yourself. And really meditate on that. Love your neighbor. Love your brother. Love your fellow man as you do yourself. Mm -hmm. If you hard on yourself, you're going to be hard on other people. If you ain't changed, you're going to see other people as they can't change. And 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 more importantly, you ain't going to respect it when they're trying to change. Right. Which is why you thinking people better than you and all that. No folks ain't better than you. Right. Those true, those true, those tried and true Christians is gonna tell you. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a sinner just like you. Okay. I've been there, done that, but I repented again my life, and now I'm living for something bigger than myself. That's real. And that's the point. And that's the point we all trying to get to. You need to get to that point that of saying, Lord, I need love. Help me understand you. Help me understand what life is about. Help me understand. And he will begin to show you and reveal to you that your, 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 your traumas, your past, your childhood, your upbringing, all of that. All that, all that is going, all that is only going to add to your story, because let's, because let's just be real. In these last couple minutes, 
Ain't nobody childhood been perfect. Ain't nobody upbringing been perfect. Even those you think is born with a silver spoon in their mouth. I can guarantee you, you may not have, you may not have had, you know, lights. Y'all may have been homeless. Y'all may have, y'all may have been struggling your whole life, but trust and believe, baby, them people over there are dealing with greed are dealing with a whole, they, they dealing with some demons that compared, compared to you not having physical stuff. Well, they going, they going, they going without attention. They going without compassion. They going without all of that in the midst of having everything, and that is true hell. Okay, it's 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 sitting up in a big ass house, and you and you two and three, four, five years old, and you over here looking for your parents to play with you, and they can't even make time for you. But they said you buying you everything. That ain't love. That's guilt. So again, be appreciative. Be appreciative, even if it's just you and your mama. Be appreciative for those little things, because one Lord, because once the Lord sees, once you see again, once He sees, oh, you can appreciate that. He gonna keep adding to you. He gonna be adding right. to you. And as you get older, and as you grow up, and as you mature, and as you grow in your faith, and as you get older, you gonna realize like all these things He will give to you. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The fullness thereof. You gotta say that. Whatever you ask in his name, he will give to you. You just gotta be at the you just gotta be sure your faith and who you look and your and your heart, your mind, your soul is on him. Okay. Cause if it's not, you ain't ne- you ain't never gonna have all that you desire and more. Y'all. And he got and he got more than just this. He got he got most stuff we can't even imagine or fathom. Look, you better say that, y'all. We got two and a half minutes left. This man <laughs> is preaching. Don't give me up my thought about shit. I gotta get. I gotta come out. Let's pray. Let's <laughs> this man, I can't deal with this, this man right now. <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you for this day. Thank you for all that you have revealed and Lord brought back to our remembrance Father God about your character I pray Father God these will be good seeds sown in good soil Father God let your character reign and Lord I thank you for showing yourself and I pray that each and every person that hears us will see you uh, for who you are in the truth and the life in Jesus name Amen Amen. alright y'all real quick be sure to follow us on social media. Yeah, and Spotify. Yes, officially. we are officially on Spotify, we y'all. On Spotify. So follow us on Spotify. A seat at the table. A seat at the table, y'all. It's a heart with some fire around it. Yes. Uh, look for us on that Spotify. Is, all of the all of them are there. That is all the of light and the fire of the Lord in our hearts, y'all. So okay. yes, that's what it's representative. Yes. Follow us on on Instagram. Let beats and heartstrings say. S S A Y underscore. Say it loud. He had it last week, y'all. y'all. Say it loud with two S's. S's Underscore the underscore underscore movement. movement. I tried to change it, y'all. Stuck. (laughs) I messed up, y'all. See, yes. So say it loud. That's S S A Y. It loud underscore the underscore movement. And love and hot strings. Follow us on Instagram. And y'all, my merch is still coming. My distributor is finally able to send my stuff off. We're not going to talk about it, Jesus. I've been waiting. I've been waiting because yes, God knows. Yes. Don't worry. The merch is on its yes. way. I will be posting it. I apologize. 
<laughs> on behalf of my distributor because y'all was ready. The beginning of June is when I put my order in. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Digressing. Yes, y'all. But we coming. We got we got some things coming up. So yes, yeah, stay tuned. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. Enjoy y'all weekend. Santa Monica, baby. Yes. Peace.